Hi everyone, it's been such a long time but karibuni sana to Msingi Talks. Msingi Talks podcast is a podcast hosted by Msingi Trust. This season, we are doing something very exciting. We are embarking on a series, Faith and Feminism series that is um, sponsored by Voice. And we'll be exploring the intersection of faith, feminism, and how that intersection brings about freedom. I am so very honored here to have an amazing, amazing guest, a friend uh, who will help us explore this conversation. Karibu sana, 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 Mary. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, thank you, Carol, for uh, inviting me to this Karibu. very exciting conversation. Yes. Um, I mean, indeed, you know, those things that are also um, a bit controversial, yes. there's something interesting about them. Yeah. Because we see them as adventure for mm-hmm. learning, mm-hmm. adventure for busting myths around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm very happy to be here. All right. Yes. Thank you. So can we first tell people how we met? Right. How did we meet, actually? Yes. I think my colleague and friend, Reni August, yes. uh, visited here. Mm-hmm. She's from South Africa. Yes. You had met her before, so you can you know where you met. I don't know. <laughs> yes. But yes. she brought you over mm-hmm. to me yeah. um, and introduced us. And then I think one thing led to another. Then last year, Late last year, we met in Romania Yes, for the um, Savating Power Conference, mm-hmm. and I think that's where it got deep. Yes. I remember <laughs> I was speaking on, on patriarchy, yes. Savating patriarchy as um, in the public and, and private spheres, mm. and you're there nodding your head. Like, yes. And I thought, yeah, I want this person <laughs> to always be in places where I'm speaking. <laughs> yes. uh, because even when maybe I'm not making sense, mm-hmm. I need someone to be nodding. You yes. know, the sisterhood. Yes. So I think that's what I felt with you. Oh, thank that you. That you're like, yes. Yeah. Thank you. And I think for me, mm-hmm. one amazing thing about you is that you want to subvert patriarchy where yeah. it's strongest in in one of the places where it's strongest, which is in the faith spaces. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Yes. So who is Mary? And what brings you joy? What yeah. brings you sorrow? Yeah. So Mary, mm-hmm. um, so they call me mm-hmm. in places they like to, mm-hmm. Dr. Mary, mm-hmm. because uh, I'm a PhD researcher who has done extensive work in the area of gender okay. and development. Mm-hmm. But I also have uh, um, a strong faith background, yeah. uh, actually having done some theology uh, before my PhD, uh, research in theology and learning that goes around that. Um, I'm a mother as well, mm. and a mother of boys, teenage yeah. boys. Yeah. And I see myself as, as someone who has all these spaces, spaces of mm. raising children, mm. spaces of speaking to issues that... African Christian mm. women like me mm-hmm. encounter every day, but also space to speak to men mm. whom we love because yes. we don't hate men. Yes. And we don't love women more than men. Mm-hmm. It's just that we appreciate their situations and experiences that are really different. Mm-hmm. And there are also times where there can be harmful practices against women. Yeah. And we need to be speaking out to that. We need to be raising men like my, my sons. Mm-hmm and other young people, and speaking to older people as well yeah. about the best relationship as Christ would want it. Mm. And so for me, faith and feminism, it rings a bit like, yes, that's yes, 
that word. Feminism, yeah. Yeah. You talk about faith and feminism. Yeah. And for many of us, those are two very polar opposite terms. You can't be a person of faith and a feminist. Yeah. And you can't be a feminist who has a faith. Yeah. Are they antithetical? Are they Mm -hmm. polar opposites? Are they uh, hot, cold? How, what's your understanding on What's your understanding of those two? Carol, first, they are not antithetical. Yeah. They are not mutually exclusive mm-hmm. or, or things that don't mix. Because I think that one, one for me, even what has grounded me to what I call myself as an African Christian feminist, mm-hmm. what has grounded me and taught me a lot on how to be that is Christ himself, mm. who is like the the call of our faith, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. And when when I read Jesus' interactions with women, for example, and men, mm. there's no time that I read something different from what feminism is. Mm. So I think I learned feminism from Jesus himself. Mm. And there are so many examples. We can start off here, just seeing Jesus acting so countercultural. There's no time he silences women. There's no day he stereotypes them. Yes. There's no day he shames them. There's no day he excludes them mm. in the in interactions. In culture, yeah. and I think one of the things that comes to mind when we say that mm-hmm. is that the culture of that day was yeah. really, really patriarchal. patriarchal. Yes. The text of scripture is written in very patriarchal times. Yes. Yet you see someone here who has all power, mm-hmm. who is meant to, you know, mm-hmm. show us how to live in yes. power, subverting yes. the patriarchal power in the yeah. way of uh, dealing with women. Yeah. Which, which when you speak about it, it just lights yeah. like that uh, yeah. idea. In Indeed, my head. Carol. Yeah. And 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 the way Jesus does it, because you might say, mm-hmm. then why did he have only male disciples? Yes, that's a question that comes a lot when, Ask when you're working with people. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, but he had 12 disciples. And mm-hmm. some people use that to justify the fact that spiritual leadership is mm-hmm. only for men. Mm-hmm. But what Jesus was trying to do is it was countercultural, but he grew up in a culture. Yes. And he wanted to change what there was to be changed about male and female relations from within that culture. Mm. So when he talks to the disciples, the places he goes, he demonstrates to them that women also are worth uh, being philosophers of Mm. the time, theologians of the time. You remember Jesus visiting Mother and Mary. Yes. And Mary sits there to Mm. engage in something that within Jewish culture woman was not supposed to do mm. like you are speaking deep spiritual things with this spiritual man called jesus mm. but jesus shows that yes these people are worth and they're capable and they can be held accountable for spiritual matters mm. and so he says mary is choosing the right thing yeah but because he also lived in a culture where Martha was also serving that culture, he does not shame Martha. Mm. He just says, Mary has done well. Yeah. Without completely throwing away the role that Martha was taking in the kitchen to make a lovely cup of tea mm. for them. Or whatever that was. Are you, are you, <laughs> I feel like Unanikata because... Uh-huh. <laughs> 
You, so are I'm you saying, refusing to cook tea in the name am, of feminism? I am, I am refusing to cook no. tea and making tea in the name of feminism because okay. I will not sit down. I will not run there when all of us are sitting because Imagine I am I want the both. woman who is entitled. No, I just uh-huh. don't want you to expect me because I'm a That's woman a yeah. to go in. I want to do it because yeah. I choose to serve you. That's a thing. Yes. And that's and that's what people even imagine. Mm. We look at feminism as this as this complete separated person. Yes. Who does not want to even drink that tea. They don't want to make that tea. Mm-hmm. They also want too much to maybe only to lead, mm. only to be, in, you know, mm. all these spaces. But, and yet, we can be and do all that mm. and still be fruitful. Yeah. I am, as a mom, mm-hmm. as a wife, mm. I cook. Mm-hmm. All right? Yes. But I am not raising my children to think that is, this, that's, that's a man's, that's a woman's job. Yeah. Is that anyone can do that? Mm. I mean, cooking is a basic, basic service that yeah. we must do to live. Yes. So why would I let my boys get out there in the world without having that basic life skill? That would be no, failing men. feminism. No, they're men. They can't. I know. They shouldn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They are fragile. No, they are fragile when it comes to household chores. Yeah. But now when they come out, they need to be strong. You know, that's how we've, we've said it. Yes. So really I'm saying that we learn a lot from Jesus. Mm. Jesus actually called women and commissioned them. What yes. was he actually doing with, with, the, with the, the woman at the well? Mm. Yeah. He calls her out for her sin, which means being a woman does not mm. exclude you from being called out if you're wrong, Carol. Yes, that's right? true. He that's calls true. her for what she was doing, mm. but it doesn't end there. Mm. It doesn't end with just shaming her and telling her, you, off you go, mm-hmm. you have no place in my kingdom. He calls her, encourages her, send her off. Yeah. What is that? That's commissioning. Yeah. That is like ordaining. That's ordaining. That's like ordaining her. And, and she goes off forgiven, empowered, and visioned. Yeah. And I think the other thing about ordination, mm-hmm. because there's a lot we have to talk about ordination as well, yeah. is um, we've just done a baseline survey on on faith and feminism yeah, yeah. so we did uh, we did a study in nairobi and mm-hmm. we did in western mm-hmm. and one of the findings was that um women cannot be ordained and i think for me the one that is more painful mm-hmm. is of churches that seem progressive quote unquote mm-hmm. yeah but are very retrogressive in yes. terms of the place of women. Yeah. It's places where at face value, you would think they are really, because you will see a woman doing this here, like a woman doing this, something here, all of that. But deep within... Don't say a woman, oh, oh, sorry. Woman. A woman. <laughs> yes, thank you. And this is how we also I know are you're using the terms that yes. sometimes but also, use. It's also important for yeah. us to for you to point that out yeah. is because that's also yeah. you see how patriarchy is even within me who calls my who is feminist mm-hmm. but I will now belittle yeah the one who's doing one thing there and it's very important yeah. for us for the language that we are using to be very 
uh, empowering and yes. inclusive. So thank you for that. Yeah. But yes, you will find a woman mm -hmm. doing one thing here, one thing there, one thing there. Mm -hmm. But decision making, she is nowhere near near yeah. this place. Yeah. Uh, uh, our our auntie that we learn from, uh, Doctor Masi Amba Oduyoye, yes. calls uh, calls. I think the church up the marketplace for women where they they do everything yeah. but own the market. Uh-huh. Mm. You you are in you do everything to to make that yeah. market run. Yes. But you will never be entitled to that market. The church mm -hmm. is mostly feminine mm -hmm. in terms of members. Yeah, there are more women. Yes, really. in terms yeah. of everything. Yes. But yeah. In mainstream churches, mm -hmm. women are not ordained mm -hmm. and it becomes a problem. Yeah. What's your view? Uh, you what's know, the Carol, yeah. um, I've seen a lot of progress. Yes. It's just that there's more we need to do. Mm -hmm. We have seen women uh, ordained as, you know, to get that reverend mm -hmm. title in some places, not yet bishop. Yes. Okay? <laughs> in fact, just last year I was so disappointed. One of the female uh, clergy mm. who was rising up. We, I really looked up, up to her mm. in a lot of ways. I thought she would even make it to the next Archbishop of the Anglican Church of Kenya. Yeah, She retired. Mm. And I thought, wow, so when are we going to wait for another one to get to the point of authority mm -hmm. she had reached? Yeah, But it, already there's a lot of progress. So that's one first thing to appreciate. Yes. But to say that, if we are to really uh, see equality in women's leadership in social, political, spiritual, and personal spaces, yes, we 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 won't we won't just settle to saying, oh, we got a woman now on date. Mm. We have one woman in a hundred clergy. You yes. know, it yeah. is just to say, well, as you said very well, we have more women in church. Mm -hmm. So the women needs and experiences need someone who understands that, to bring it at the fore of what the church is responding to. Yeah. But then how will you do that? Mm. If, 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 the, if, the, if the ratio of, uh, if there are five pastors in one church, mm. we have one woman and four men, or two to three, mm. while actually the majority of the population is women. Yeah. We, we need to encourage and inspire to even see the value of this. Mm. And, and talking of it and feminism, I think let's just define feminism. Yes. Feminism is, is just the whole view of the, um, I might make it simple, mm -hmm. the whole idea of saying, you know what, men and women are created equal, they're of equal value. Mm -hmm. Okay? And they're supposed to be productive and creative and flourishing yeah. as, as God's children. Mm. And therefore, they must be included in political. They must benefit, be included, benefit from political, social, spiritual, and personal spaces mm. without uh, being violated, yes. without being excluded, without being, you know, deprived of, mm. of that space to express that power in them that God has given them. And mm. that value, that the fruitfulness they're supposed to be expressing. So when we are talking about faith and feminism is asking, are we, are we there yet? Mm. Is, 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 you know, I know there is controversy about thinking of feminists as all these bad people who hate men 
who hate every good thing mm. that a woman, that a, a man should be in the in in the society, mm. including being wonderful wives and being wonderful cooks and mm. being you know great mm. aunties like myself and you. Mm. And yet it's not. Yeah, it is really anyone, and a feminist can be a man. Yes, uh, fem feminists are not tied to gender. Yes, yes, it is anybody who appreciates the value of a woman mm. and says, I want to support this woman or encourage or inspire other people mm. to help her or strengthen her so that she can be fruitful in those different aspects of mm. life, whether it's spiritual, social, or personal life. Mm. And, and anyone can do it. And so that's why when I see Jesus Carol, mm -hmm. he is a feminist. Mm. And we can learn a lot. Yeah. From just seeing how he treats women and brings them at the fore of just the core, core, the core space of, hey, I, I sent you too. Mm, you sent. You, you talk about, I want to hear your journey yeah. into leadership. Yeah. And when did you start identifying as a feminist? Is there... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness! I'll tell you, Carol. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't put a finger. Hey, I yes. became a feminist in 1979 <laughs> yes. or whatever. Yes. When, whether I was mm -hmm. old enough to know anything or yes. not. But I think this awareness has kept just creeping on me, mm. like nudging me without even trying. Yes. And to tell you the truth, when now I I see what my heart pumps harder for yes. supporting other women and inspiring men to see the value of women mm -hmm. so that they can stand with them for equality. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of what my grandfather used to do to me. Yeah. And, and I can tell you, my grandfather was a feminist, even if he did, didn't know that name existed. Yes, even yes. I didn't know. As yes. a young girl growing up, mm -hmm. the things that grandpa would include me in, mm -hmm. things that were supposed to be for men. Yeah. You know, growing up in the village where really uh, the value is really men, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. And so even when it came to teaching skills, my grandma taught me how to, you know, to use nail and hammer, mm. to nail things. And if if a goat passed somewhere and broke it, he mm. didn't seem to say, let me call Mary's brother. Mm. He would call me because he knew and taught me. Mm. And in our conversations, grandpa did not did not in any way appear as though is mm. making me feel like I'm a girl. I can't mm. be that. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. He was a feminist. Mm. Even if he didn't know. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I just grew up and then as I got exposed to other women who are not like me, mm. I grew up in a lot of privilege. So mm. I hadn't, I haven't faced any kind of violations mm. or being excluded by my family or the people around me. Mm -hmm. But I then realized there's a world out there that is bigger than my own nice bubble mm -hmm. of women who are really experiencing our life. Mm -hmm. And it started from um, uh, some work I was doing in Nairobi slums mm. with, with women there and hearing, listening to their stories, Carol. And, and I realized that what I knew Life is like for other women is different. Yeah. And I'm speaking this because there are people who keep saying, oh, there's equality these days. Yeah. Just because of their own experience. Mm -hmm. And they don't know the other side of majority of other women in the world mm -hmm. and what they are facing. Mm -hmm. So for me, just hearing the stories of other women, it kept ringing to my head that Mary, it could have been you. 
Yes. It could have been that single mother, that widow who has been thrown out, that girl who was excluded or marginalized for being paid school mm. fees for, and she dropped. It could have been you. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're not you doesn't mean that problem doesn't exist. Yeah. So I think that's when I started thinking, I need to do something. And my work in the slums and just also hearing stories, I, I am a storyteller and uh, I don't know if I'm a good listener or not, but I'd li I, 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 like, I would like well. listening to stories. Yes, yes. And when I heard their, their issues were complex in terms of where they had come from that had led them to those deep problems, mm. it's actually what led me to my PhD research. Mm. Going back and asking, what are these gender norms? What are these social norms that are getting people to this kind of quagmire? Yeah, you know. So, so if you can put it, let's say it's a continuum. It's a continuum. From, yeah. And this is, you're talking about the household and how we grow up. Yeah. And the, how that has impact, deep impact on how we identify. Yeah. Because if I've grown up, mm -hmm. if I... My mom is a feminist, but she does not know that term. Yeah. My mom will not yes. sit down yeah. and just, she will claim her power and her yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah. And I think for me, mm -hmm. the term speak your truth, even when it shakes. Because yeah. when my mom is angry, her voice shakes. And so do it's a I. Power. It's called yeah? power. Yes. Power so, comes out. <laughs> so, like for me, when that, the, and sometimes she has confronted people, <laughs> culturally, she's not meant to confront yeah. them. Because yeah. you will hear her yeah. confront you, like, hey, mommy, she. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But for me, I learned the power of voice and agency yes. from my mother. Wow. I learn, um, I learn how to own my voice yes. and to and how she has fought for us yes but also i learned it from my father yeah. in the sense of how i see him operate in our home wow mm -hmm. yeah mm. he's i have never like there's been two or three statements that yes. i have had as like i usually yeah but then i have seen him how he the home is also his yes yeah 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 i have seen him wash his clothes manually Mm -hmm. I have seen him cook chapatis. Mm -hmm. I have seen him do things that my uncles, because where I grew up, we grew up in a homestead. Yeah. Yes. So now my uncles there ah, can never be them. So for me, I've, the household is also a very important place. Yeah, for modeling as well. Uh, yeah. To frame freedom. Yes. Because most of us, we learn how to be... Uh, to be oppressed in our homes. Mm. The home... So it's normalized. Yes, it becomes part yeah. of what you think is okay yes. to be... Yeah. Our voices are silenced So are we home. saying, Carol, then, yes. that it doesn't matter mm. the, the word, the name, the yes. term we call it. Yeah. There's something we want. Yes. And that's valuing of women. Yes. And that's dealing with historical norms and practices mm -hmm. that have relegated women to where they are yes. in terms of... Some being violated and accepting that that's okay. Mm. Some being completely uh, excluded from even leadership, even within faith spaces, as we are saying. You know, and 
whatever that is. Mm. And I think where feminism comes into, you know, kind of fire with, mm. with, with faith mm -hmm. is because of where that term came. Mm. And that's the West. Yes. It's also because of the methods it was mm. clothed in. Yeah. A good thing clothed or packaged mm. in a way that was a bit not well understood. Yeah. So, for example, so it came with its placard carrying mm. angry women. Mm. You know? Mm. Why really the anger that takes someone on the street is not just. It's not just from there. It's broader and broader and we need to be asking. So we have different methods of engaging and pushing patriarchy mm. and inequality away. Mm. And, and even within faith space, we do that. Mm. For example, in main, main churches, we have women's guilt. What is women's guilt? Isn't it a feminist? Yes. I think faith as movement? we were talking about it, um, yeah. like... Uh, the women's guilt, the Catholic women's action, the the mothers' union, yes. all of those are feminist spaces. And in our church, we call it WM, <laughs> women's yes. ministry. We yes. don't have uniform yes. yet. I wish uh, we could. Uh, me, I do not want uniform. <laughs> but one of the things I want to say, though, about the placards, me, I'm a placard-carrying feminist. Yes. In that t-shirt, wearing a radical feminist yes. with my t-shirt. Yes. And I think there's a role for all there's of that. All methods. Yeah. All methods of yeah. advocating for equality. Mm. Because, again, I like the illustration of all these fingers. Is yes. that all of them have a role yeah you know and so and this is now where I, I want us to talk about the the fight yes that struggle yeah, yeah. between faith and feminism and feminism mm. and faith yeah where you like for me sometimes I feel like I don't really belong mm -hmm. because and I've been told outright in some spaces in some feminist spaces yeah that I can't be a feminist because I I'm a person of faith. Yeah. And I've also been told in faith spaces mm -hmm. that I can't be a woman of faith because I identify as a feminist. Mm -hmm. Actually, in reality, what I identify is, is, um, is more on what Masi Amba Oduye and also the womanists of, yes. of, 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 uh, North America identifies. That is more where I identify yeah. with. But let's, know, talk Carol, those, let's talk those about tensions. those tensions. Yeah, and Carol, there's, there's something to do with who gives anybody mm. authority and yeah. space to tell you you are not this and not that. Yeah. Where does that come from? Mm. I think that's where we need to be questioning first. Yeah. So whether you accept me as a feminist or not, yeah. I don't care. Mm. But we need to be calling even that that kind of thinking that you are the one who holds the faith space. So mm. you have the power to say Carol doesn't belong here. Mm. She's not proper because she's a feminist. Or you're the one who holds the feminist space. So you can tell me I don't belong there because mm. I'm a faith person. Mm. I can be both. Mm. In fact, not both. I'm one person. You're one person. And my expressions of my faith... If they lead me to actions that are standing for what feminism is, mm. I'm it. Yeah. You, you, you. So first of all, let the, let bring that bust that idea mm. that mm. someone should be defining for us. Mm. And and when it happens, it's it's unfortunate. But we need to be defining for us what we are. Mm -hmm. And that's why for me, Carol, I identify myself mm. as African Christian feminist. Yes. Because I know as an African, 
they have very special experiences, interests, needs, priorities mm. that an African woman experiences today that are very different from any part of the world. Yeah. So I'm not American Christian feminist. Mm. I don't understand. I haven't experienced mm. the issues of women in America. It is Africa that I know. Yeah. It, and it is my sisters that I understand best. Mm. All right. Yeah. And it is our issues we have to be zooming at mm. in our feminism here. So that first. Two, I'm a woman of faith. Yeah. You know, I'm born again. I love Jesus as my personal savior. I believe in his teachings of freedom for everyone. He mm. came, he said in his mission statement, mm. I came to set Carol, you know free. the Bible. Yes. What does it say? <laughs> I came to set the captives. The captives free. free. Yes. So part of uh, part of people who are held in captivity are, are these people who practice um harmful uh, harmful behaviors that hurt other people yeah. because of culture, mm -hmm. for example, yeah. or because of what they think, whether they are men or women. Yeah. And especially we are now talking because women have been historically been down there. Yeah. We are saying there is a lot that we need to be speaking to and expressing this Jesus called mission of setting the oppressed free, mm. bringing healing. Yeah. And, and healing comes in different ways. Even what we are doing now. Mm. We are teaching so people's sick ideas yeah. can be healed. Mm. And then they start doing what Jesus would do. Yeah. So that bit of Christian. Yeah. Lastly, feminists. That I have the interests of strengthening and supporting gender equality. Mm. The men and women are seen as equal, of equal value and of equal function. Mm. We were talking in the beginning, yeah. like when we were waiting for this to be set up, yeah. about, because I want us to also talk about the the home, the yes. household, yeah? yeah. Mm -hmm. And the household, as we had spoken about earlier, is a place where very harmful ideas are taught. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And there's two, there's two ways yes. of doing the home, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. egalitarian and there's complementarian. And in in ah, Kenya, Carol, <laughs> I know. In Kenya, we in Kenya we very very much yeah. are a complementarian society. Are we? No, I don't Carol, know. We can't generalize that. We can't. We yeah? can only say in mm. some of the spaces, mm -hmm. egalitarian is more no. Complementarian is more of what they lean towards in yes. other places. Uh -huh. There's no clear-cut mm -hmm. thing to say this and this. Mm -hmm. And those two, egalitarian and complementarian, are used in uh, theological spaces yes. uh, to try to explain what we should be thinking about women's leadership in church. Mm. Please and tell her us. value. Yes, please and her tell value us. in that spiritual <laughs> yes. space. Yes. So tell us what for egalitarian, yes. which is where majority of evangelicals lean to. Egalit no complementarian. Egalitarian. Egalitarian yes. are evangelicals Ega, are egalitarian. Yes, yes, Carol. Really? That from from what is written, from written script, uh -huh. that is what they that is what they stand for. Evangelicals. Yes. Uh, uh, you're shocking me. That right is here. where they come from. And that's why you see Pentecostal churches, mm -hmm. because that's where evangelicals fall. Mm. Pentecostal churches, we have a lot that are even women led, women founded. And women run. Uh -huh. Bakaro, remember I told you that we need to be appreciating what's good, what's happening, yes. and strengthen what's already yeah. there. It is still within these spaces where egalitarian really believes that uh, women are of same value and God has 
put spiritual gifts in them mm -hmm. and they can serve in any position in church. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Now, the the rubber when the rubber meets the road within that space, yes. because of the socialization that even these men and women who believe in this are coming from, mm. we realize that thing is not perfect yet. Mm. We are not there yet. Maybe because we we are trying to also cling to what gives us, you know, identity and power. Yeah. Identity and power, and and it's not perfect. Mm. But that is that is one of the bases. That is one of the strong bases. For, for evangelical theology. Now, you have lost me. I am shocked yes. over here. And mm -hmm. evangelical theologians also are from north to south. Yes. There is a very wide expression of it. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll also be wrong to say evangelical as yeah. a whole. Yes. Because, because it's just one theological expression. We have yeah. a lot of people identifying us. Mm. Even those who might be, you know, agreeing on... The agreeing on the main thing, believe in the Bible and Jesus Christ mm. and the role of the church in the world, mm -hmm. but other things they might be easy about. Mm. So let's just put it that there is good happening within that space. But then there is a whole other thing of complementarian. Yeah. Those who believe that, yeah, we believe that women are, you know, are valued by God, but... You know, we have complementary roles. Mm. And in the defining of those complementary roles in church leadership, apparently mm. those roles tend to be a woman's only complements a man in leadership. Mm. Their space is yeah. supportive. And men not... never compliment women. Funny. Okay. Very funny, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I can't tell you which 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 uh, expression of theologians. Mm. Uh, mainly in that, but that's a basic, and it's yeah, really I well. It's really well packaged. Yes, it looks very nice, and it looks very spiritual and helpful. That you, that you support because also woman is the and that's vessel. why it's the same one that made missionaries that mm. came mm. in the history. Mm. Missionaries would come a couple as a couple, yes. and and the man would be the one who is coming as guy. as the main guy. The woman is coming to support. So even when women had wonderful contributions mm. in a mission station, their contribution was not recognized. Because it's, it's a contribution of the man. the man. So when does when does supportive roles, complementary roles, mm. become? mainstream to the extent that we recognize if we mm. if we remain in that kind of ideology but we and are, that's why i have a problem but, with complementarian but, but we were we were we are created to be helpers yes we are mm -hmm. but that definition of helper who who, who defines that mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. who defines that when for me the helper is in relationship between a man and a woman mm -hmm. you know mm. in creation story Mm -hmm. What does Jesus, what does, not Jesus, what does God say at mm -hmm. creation? He says, man and woman, he created them. Mm -hmm. yeah. He created the man and woman mm. to rule and subdue. subdue. Yeah. He doesn't say there, woman was to support man as he subdues. Yes. It is that they were given mutual responsibility. Mutual, mutual respons responsibility. Yeah. To rule. Mm -hmm. To make the earth that it should be mm. habitable, mm. that everyone flourishes. So this idea of um, 
subordination. And also yeah. the 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 role of translation as well. Because mm-hmm. I one of my I have a tattoo here that says Ezra. You have <laughs> yes. a tattoo. Yes. Goodness. And for me, this I is I want one too. Yes. This I don't is, know which part of the body I'll yes, put it, but this is what when Jesus, uh, when yes, the sir. whole creation was happening, mm-hmm. this is what uh, was mandated. We'll yeah. create an Ezer yeah. and a person equal in value, in function. Yes. A warrior woman. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So it, it's never yeah. been someone that are a step below. Yes. It's always been equal. Yeah. But you see, translation also always serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. It you trans may and that <laughs> sorry guys if I am I am, <laughs> I am bringing some bombshells here, but translation also serves a purpose. Yes. So if the person who's the people who are translating wants to put women in their place or want to retain power or want to do all of those things, they will remove and turn. Yeah. It's and turn, turn text to them. Yeah. Oh, this conversation is really yeah. interesting. Yeah. But mm. I want to ask, uh, you you talked about being an African Christian feminist, which mm. I, I think I had read about it from when you did uh, an article from Bikozulu. Uh, interesting. Oh, you yes. read that. <laughs> yes, I read that. Yeah. But, uh, and I loved that you came out with those very three polar, like, and I loved how you've explained it. But I want to ask you, what can Christianity learn from feminism and what can the feminist movement learn from Christianity? Wow. A lot, really. Mm. Um, so beginning from what can Christian learn from feminists? Mm. Really, if, if you are living to advance the interest of God. Mm. One of the biggest interests of God is freeing the oppressed, mm. giving freedom, right? Yeah. Bringing healing. And when, as a Christian, God has placed you here and given you all that it takes mm. so that you can be agent of bringing that freedom or bringing that healing to a broken world. Yeah. Bringing justice to a broken world. So, so feminism talks about bringing freedoms and gender justice. Yeah. Okay? And supporting and strengthening those who have been historically, um, mm-hmm. um, I mean, downtrodden, which yeah. is the women. Mm-hmm. So if as a, as a Christian, I need to really learn how to look at, at people's experiences and help them receive that freedom, then that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think for me, that's where I, that's where I may have come from. Mm. Wanting, first of all, to be part of God's work, to mm-hmm. bring that justice. Yeah. And then realizing, hey, women is one of that spaces that really, really need this. Yeah. These freedoms, justice, inclusion, mm-hmm. enablement. Yeah. And so it, it's almost, it's really just saying, what is the problem in the world that is broken that needs fixing? One of the biggest problems is gender inequality, oppression, violation, marginalization, exploitation, patriarchy, and it's it's all it's it's within that patriarchal yes. ideology. Yeah. And if I'm a Christian and I need to be participating with God to 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 you know to heal this brokenness, then I have to be in tandem with what those issues are. Mm. 
So how can I be a Christian? Um, I'm standing for that. I don't see the needs of my sister. Mm -hmm. And ask myself, how am I going to support her? Mm. That sister who has, my life has violated her too much in the hands of patriarchal practices expressed through a man or another woman somewhere. Mm. How, how can I be a Christian? I don't see that. Mm. Then what am I seeing? Mm -hmm. What am I doing? What brokenness am I healing? Yeah. What freedoms am I giving? What justice am I seeking? If I can't seek that justice of my sister mm. as one of the issues. Yeah. Gender equality is one of the issues that yeah. the world is facing. <laughs> and just seeing how all these other problems in the world are really, really interconnected with male-female relationships. Yeah. Or how all these other problems, they say poverty or climate change, yeah. uh, has implication, different implications for women, for example. Yes. A woman will be affected different by climate change, yeah. for example. A disaster happening, that earthquake that happened in Turkey, Syria yesterday. Yeah. Women are affected differently from men. Yeah. That's the way it is. And if I don't get in there as a Christian to respond asking, what is it that is different for this woman and this man? So that when we respond, we really meet the need of that man or that woman well. Then there's a problem with that. Yeah. We are blind if we do that. Mm. We are not listening. We are not following what God wants us to do. Mm. So I believe Gender injustice is the most private evil. Mm. It's the most private brokenness yeah. that also expresses itself in public spaces. Mm. And as believers, we need to zoom on that. Mm. We yeah. need to prioritize because it is affecting everything else. Yeah. Ooh, thank you. I want, uh, I want, Last question, but I want you to also say what feminists can learn from Christianity, <laughs> yeah. but also about, as we wind up, yeah. about power. What's the power, what's the role, um, what's the role of giving power to female voices in faith spaces? Yeah. Why does it matter? Wow. Um, and what's the hindrance? Why, why, why is it important? We call this a hundred voices of change. Yeah. Why is it important yeah. for women voices yeah. to be present within faith spaces? Yeah. So first, let me quickly say what feminism can learn from faith. Mm. It is for feminists to know mm. that faith is not against them. Mm. It is just another space for influencing what we want. It's yeah. that we want the same things. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Whether it's the way they're packaged or the yeah. methods we are using, it's that's that's I would say it's a, a small issue. Mm. We need to learn from each other. Yeah. And 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 that the faith space has um it's already organized spaces. Let's mm. say church is already organized spaces mm. where we can bring the voices of um, gender justice mm. or feminism in a place where people are really willing to mm. be. Because to church be. people are really willing to help. They are really willing to learn. Mm. And we need to be positive in that mm. thinking so mm. that we don't approach each other with defensiveness or mm. whatever, yeah. but we approach other with, yeah, Carol and myself, mm. in fact, we are, we are on the same side. Yeah. Women's Guild, WM, or you know, whatever. I find we that are together. Like those spaces, like if just, we just if we just allied together. Yeah. 
the amount of women organization and how if we organized towards freedom all of mm. us mutually let me tell you yes. what my problem is yes. especially in the urban spaces here yes. with big nice churches yes the women in church who are supposed to be faith feminists mm. in these groups and mm. in this leadership of these groups in churches mm. they are so focused on themselves mm. as like a group in that church mm. Yes. They are focused on their own middle class Reality. realities. Yeah. Yeah. They don't see others. Mm. Their mission is to themselves. Yeah. And I think God does not bring people to those kind of freedoms, knowing Christ, being a middle class, being able to feed yourself so that you can just be there comfortable dressing up for WM meetings every every Saturday of the month. Mm. Every one Saturday a month. Yeah. We, God doesn't call women for that. Mm-hmm. We are powerful in those women's groups, mm-hmm. but we should also think about other women who we could have been them mm-hmm. and they are suffering, whether in Kibera or Northeastern Kenya. Mm-hmm. And say that our beauty, our strength, our, our health that we have received cannot just be for us. Yeah. And even within themselves, like yeah. within this collective, there's a lot of gender violence that yes. happens. Yes. There's a lot of uh, matrimonial properties, conversations oh, that yeah, are happening. Yeah, yeah. But Injustices. because we are just now here praying, yeah. we do not talk about these injustice issues yeah. in that space. So the other question mm-hmm. was what? Why is it important oh, for the my men goodness. and voices? I have just said it. Yes, you have. It's important yeah. to... Um, for for women to see beyond themselves mm. and you 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 see every person speaks or expresses themselves from a point of what god has made them to be yeah right yeah and that force is strong mm. and we can't be having this world population with half almost half women half men yes and then Half of that, have you heard that book, Half the Sky? Yes, Half the Sky. It's like yes. if we are holding this sky, mm. what a what loss. Yeah. If half of, half of the people holding it mm. are holding it weekly mm. or they are being told, no, 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 no. You compliment me there, <laughs> then I just hold it for you. Yes. What beauty, what joy, mm. what freedoms, what justice can we get if everyone held? Mm. So it's so important. Yeah. Right? Amen. You've just taken us to church. Asante, Asante. Church, amen. Otako, <laughs> do you want to get, I mean, it's, it's, converted? It's, it's that, it's African women on the front line, organize, liberate, educate, celebrate. It is uh, Jesus calling us out of our yes, comfort. Of, of our comforts. It is for us to organize ourselves into yeah into circles of influence, into, yes. into places where we galvanize our voices because we all have voices. Yes. And so in any space where our voice is silenced, we yes. need to be like, ah, it's your yes. yes. And to the, the other important thing, Carol, mm. is to see men as our allies. Yeah. Men are not our enemies. After mm. all, they are our daddies. They mm. are grandfathers. Mm. They are my sons. Mm. They are my husband. Mm. I don't have husbands. I have one. <laughs> right? Yeah. Those people surely mm. can be our mm. enemies. Mm. And so whatever we need to do as faith women, mm. of I mean, feminist faith, mm. is to, to grow along with these people. Mm. Be patient as we teach them. And that's another voice, really. Mm. Just say, these are not my enemies. Mm. If they are wrong now, Carol, and they are doing things that are not right, mm. um, 
we hold them with kind of compassion mm. and and be there to coach teach demonstrate mm. i feel like there are some people who have the gift of teaching mm-hmm. I'm like maybe you have that gift of where, teaching where we a gift of placard me niko na gift of placard and that has its place <laughs> yes, please yes. some people need to be yes. shouted at yes, to hear yes all right mm. So there you go. <sighs> wow, this conversation can go on for two more hours, three more hours, but I think this is amazing because this is the first of uh, many conversations that we will have and thank you so very much Mary for for so, Carol, honoring Do you this accept visit. me in the feminist circle? But are you you <laughs> You said feminists don't <laughs> accept faith women and faith women. But One, by the way, yes. even if you don't, yes. I am it. You are it. <laughs> and also, I think the circle is so wide. And it's this is so the wide. The space is so much. The space is so much. Yeah. And we all need to. There's a friend, there's a colleague of mine who used to say with their brother is that, where <laughs> So all of us need to kaza, mm-hmm. uh, pull. Uh, wherever we are and do our best. Wow. All right. Asante sana. Thank you and, and mm-hmm. yeah. see you. All right. Thank All right. you, Carol. Bye.